0: Pour yourself a cup of coffee. It's the Sunny Side Up Show with Edgar and Philip.
1: It's that time. We have not only reached the end of the year. Yes. But we have also reached the end of a decade.
0: Yes, the end <laughs> of the decade. That is crazy to comprehend and think about. Yes. We're there we've lived 10 years in the 2010s
1: yes is uh, like just to think back what were you doing a decade ago
0: what was i doing here let's think about it i was in college in, i was in college first yeah. year of college
1: college student wow that's crazy yeah and now look where you are that's 10 true. years later
0: you know it's crazy my high school reunion took place like a couple of weeks ago <laughs> I did not go I did not go I was not invited apparently But they uh, want me
1: there. <laughs> I feel I feel like the whole 10 year reunion thing Is not What it used to be Yeah Yeah. You know I feel like That was something that People back in the like 70s and 80s did Right Uh. Anyway Since we've reached The end of the decade We figured We would do our End of decade
0: Lists Yes So well We should explain How we're doing the week To everybody Yes Yes. So we are going to do our... So instead of doing the traditional end-of-year list that everyone does, uh, we're going to do an end-of-decade list. Uh, So we're going to do two end-of-decade lists. We're going to do one for our favorite albums of the year, since we are such big uh, music nerds here. Uh, And then we're also going to do our top movies of the decade. Uh I said year. I said albums of the year. I meant decade. So movies of the decade. Since 2010. Um, then we're going to do an episode uh, on uh, focused on 2019, yes. where we'll talk about albums, movies, uh, moments, memes, all the crazy stuff that have that has happened in 2019. It will be sort of a, a, a moment to reminisce and do more of your traditional 2019 uh, roundup. Then we're going to do a New Year's resolution before even the New Year's, right. And, just to put it out there. And then, so you know
1: once 2020 kicks yes. off what we'll be doing.
0: And then when we'll, we will take a two-week break after that. And then when we return, we are going to discuss um, our um, – resolutions again at to see where we're at <laughs> what's going on
1: so, if we're like if we're going to stick yeah, with if we're going to stick that, with them that, yeah. yeah yeah okay <laughs> i think that's reasonable
0: so that is the game plan for uh the rest of the year really it's kind of crazy to to think about right the rest of the year wow we are almost done we're almost done um yeah so let's get to it top albums of the decade yes. so the hardest
1: thing that I've ever had to do in my entire life. Yes, and I'm I, still unhappy.
0: I'm very unhappy with my list. Yeah, I and I had too. to make some like weird rules <laughs> just to make it fit. Fa- I don't know. It was a whole thing, but um, I will say uh, for my top album and movies, they're not necessarily an order of what I think is like the best forever and ever. Yeah, uh, of the decade, but in a general order. So still, the movies less so than the albums. Yeah. For me. Okay. Um. Also, uh, just so we go over the ground rules, how we're going to do this, because we could be here for two hours. <laughs> and since we're a weekly podcast, we, would, we don't want to do that to you all. So we're going to we're doing our top 10 because it's only, you know, poetic that we do top 10 for top, you know, yeah, decade. Right.
1: Uh, an album a year, basically.
0: Basically, uh, we're going to do them um, rapid fire style. So we'll go through them uh, and then we will do so we'll take turns going through them, maybe say a sentence or two about each uh, but really breeze through it until we get to the end, and then we'll do sort of a general overall discussion right. of all our albums. Um, yeah, because yeah.
1: You, it, usually when we do uh, our list kind of going back and forth, somebody's going to have that maybe later on in their list. And it, exactly. So it just kind of makes sense to like see where we're at, where our mind was right. at when we put these right. lists together. Right. And then you know maybe in that discussion, too, we can talk about a few things that got left off. Um, yes. Some of the tough decisions because there are specific albums that I am almost kind of sort of kicking myself that I'm leaving off But were on the list at one point Yeah And then my whole thing was as this continued I just started thinking of more and more albums that were Within this this decade So I'm very curious to see how our, our list but I, I think there's going to be a, a decent handful yes. of, of uh, repeats um well
0: maybe i don't know i think we may have one or two
1: okay so how about this we'll each say our 10 yes so we'll do how we normally do yeah we'll just go we we'll just keep kind of yeah keep it short all right so okay of the decade edgar (laughs)
0: <laughs> 10 years, the you pressure. only could
1: pick 10 albums. Yes.
0: So uh, one important caveat, uh, both Philip and I made this rule, which is we can only pick one album per artist yes, yes. because if we did not make this rule, it would get, it would be unfair. There would be certain artists like a Kendrick Lamar or, or, or whoever, hint, 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 yes. who will like take up the whole list. So we decided we we're going to do one per artist. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then, which was uh,
1: uh, tough in its own right, very tough
0: in its own right. Um, but okay, so let's get started. I I will, I may have some justifications to do that we can save when we do our general discussion. Fair. Uh, so (laughs) I'm just forewarning you. All right, I'll start with my number 10. This is an album from 2019. Oh, a brand new album, Lizzo. Because I love you. Okay. That is my uh, my pick uh, for number 10. This is an album that I think right now it's very early on in its life, uh, but I think this is an album that will be very influential. And I think Lizzo is a voice who has arrived and who will be a big deal coming up. Uh, and it's kind of fitting that she came at the end of the decade to close it out. Uh, but I mean, just a wonderful, amazing album. Uh, we both loved it. We jam yeah. out to it a yep. lot. Um, and I think, uh, it, she's having a moment, and I think this album's having a moment. And she has great songs. Truth hurts is was number one for the longest time. Uh, so very excited about that. All right, your number ten. Uh, my number ten
1: is one of the uh, Wyoming projects.
0: <gasps> Pusha T.
1: Pusha T. Nice. The album Daytona. Now he, I put <laughs> this, on my list. I I put this album on my top ten because not only did he have the best album of the year
0: and the wyoming sessions
1: yeah and the wyoming sessions but he also just had a tremendous year as a person yes wow. like you kind of just saw you know a rise of of push T coming mm-hmm. back into the game mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. slapping drake around so i felt like <laughs> that was a big know, moment it was it that definitely was, was. i felt like that was a, a big deal so yeah. uh and i i Daytona is like the perfect soundtrack to his return. Yeah. So yeah. I, I felt it was necessary uh, because it.
0: That's a great one. Yeah. Um, that's perfect. My number nine goes to um, the person I have the biggest crush on from 2018 <laughs> Golden Hour, Casey Musgraves. This is the album that uh, pretty much single-handedly brought country back to the charts for a lot of people uh, in Really, Casey Musgraves, who's been a big figure in country, sort of blew up after this album. And now everyone's talking about Casey. Uh, she has, of course, her Christmas albums that are a big deal. Uh, but Casey, as an artist, as a figure, uh, is really sort of taking country in a brand new direction that a lot of people were not expecting. Uh, so, And more on that later when we do our general discussion. But uh, she's another, like Lizzo, another person yeah. who I think uh, everyone should be looking to for the future.
1: I thought she would have been a little higher on your list, to be honest. I'm, I'm telling you, it's, it was very hard.
0: <laughs> well, we, okay, so I'm start as you can tell, I have a like my the newer albums are towards the end, right? And as we get yeah. closer to the top, some of the because they've had more time to grow on me that and to sense. influence the culture. That's understandable. Because like Casey and Liz, they've influenced the culture, but not quite like these other albums. Yeah. All right. That's Sorry.
1: okay. I see where yeah. you're going with yeah. that. Uh, up next. My number nine from 2017. Uh, this is such an amazing album by an amazing person. Uh, it'd be SZA
0: with I the love. album Control. Yes, so uh, good. Honorable mention for me. This, to
1: me, is an album that kind of, I think, it's one of those albums that helped kind of bring R&B into the limelight. She It's just very beautiful music. She's got a great voice. She covers everything from breakups to you know 90s movies it's it's all mm-hmm. over the place but mm-hmm. it's it's really well done and put together and uh yeah i just it makes me excited to see what comes from sizzle next that's awesome yeah
0: love it um my number eight goes to very controversial pick because some don't consider an album at all coloring book chance the rapper <laughs> uh this is an album that i absolutely adore philip doesn't feel as strongly you don't hate it but you don't love it um now when it comes to chance currently (laughs) that's for another conversation however in 2016 this was the arrival of chance uh chance had a uh outstanding feature on the kanye west album the life of pablo which a lot of people um sort of discovered him through and then this uh, uh album And I consider it an album because it pretty much is an album. Only a name is it not an album. It's a quote-unquote mixtape. But it sort of, I think, to me, encapsulated that moment in hip-hop, that 2016 hip-hop becoming... Because 2016 was when hip-hop became the number one genre in the world, which is a hard thing to think about. Uh, And especially when you had big albums that year by big artists like formerly mentioned kanye west but i think chance was just that brand new voice now if does chance remain that voice that remains to be seen but he started he didn't start it but he was that sort of crowning achievement moment and that's why i felt like i had to honor coloring book even though i think that could be considered a controversial pick
1: i would Definitely put that as a controversial pick, okay, okay. but from it's very fitting because for my next pick, this is also a an album pick. that not I wouldn't yeah. say it was controversial. Uh, I just don't think a lot of people would agree. And when I went back and looked at some of the like albums of the decade list, this was yeah. not on there. Uh, but to me, it deserves to be on there for the reason that it's a well done album, very conceptual, very solid. This is Childish Gambino's oh. because of the internet love it. Uh, this came out in 2013, yeah. and it's such a fantastic album. I you could definitely hear the Kanye West influence mm-hmm, there, mm-hmm. and it was just Childish Gambino just being so talented.
0: And it it paved the way for what we would eventually get with him later.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, it was the start. It felt right. like of him just kind of right, you know, going on to this higher level of artistry. Bizarre, yeah, <laughs> so good though. Love it. Yeah.
0: All right, my number seven is a pick that um, I was hesitant to go with this high, but I, I, I think she's earned it. Um, it goes to the very young and very talented Billie Eilish. Whoa. When we all fall asleep, where do we go? 2019. Another 2019. What? Is that your – Of s- the decade? Yes absolutely wow okay billy is uh quite possibly the most influential artist at this current moment um absolutely uh talented and amazing her and her brother her songwriting is just absolutely amazing uh this i was looking at the albums i listened to the most in 2019 this was the album i listened to the most that year okay. which totally surprised me uh but it made a lot of sense and I think she's connecting with the young people in a way that we've not seen in a long time, Uh, in a way that is very universal. But she is her own unique voice. This brings back memories of Lady Gaga. This brings back memories of um, unique art, like even like someone like Tyler, the creator, but in a very different way. Um, she says her biggest influence is Childish Gambino, which is wow. very interesting. That's really cool. Really cool. Very, okay. very interesting. Uh, And she's not... Yes, her songs could be considered, quote-unquote, like radio-friendly um, to an extent, um, but they are they don't approach it that way. A lot of people compared this album... They, a lot of them compared it as like a pop version of uh, uh, another... Mentioned again, Yeezus, uh, Kanye West, who yeah. will be heavily featured in this list, is just an influence. Uh, but Billy, I think, is more than even you know. Casey and Lizzo is like truly the new because she's literally the voice of this new generation, the Zoomers, if you will, not the yeah. Boomers, <laughs> not the Millennials where we are, but the the, the Zoomers. She's that the new Why? Young man's voice.
1: When did this title decide to come about? When the, did when were they dubbed the, the Zoomers?
0: I, uh, probably around at the same time the Boomer thing happened.
1: But anyways, more on that later. Okay. Uh My number seven, The Man, uh, a well-respected older gentleman in the game of hip-hop who oh. gave us an album that was unexpected. I mean, it, it was needed. It, he definitely needed to do this. Uh, but it played along in a very wonderful Calm saga. To Dr. that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, this would be 444 by Jay Z. I
0: adore this album.
1: Uh, this album is in response to Lemonade, which I know is on a lot of people's list. But this gave us Hove at kind of like being vulnerable in a way, but also trying to like I sh- love this
0: album I'm sh- killing myself right
1: yeah uh, I mean I, I could talk about it more here in a bit yeah. but I mean it's just so much joy that Absolutely. that album it's, it's just Absolutely. so good
0: and I think uh, one of the big things about that album is how surprised everyone was to that he still had it he still really oh. had it. And he simplified it. He had just no idea as the producer, kept it super simple. uh, Not too many tracks. They were all very good, doing interesting, unique things with the beats and and the rhyme schemes and everything. Uh, Yeah, more on that later. That's a great pick, and I'm (laughs) totally regretting that I did not select it. However, I did select something adjacent to it. Okay. Lemonade. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) My number six... uh, This is one that is personal, just me personally, but however, I have an argument for it. Um, And this made it on a lot of people's top decade list. Sometimes, from 2015, Sometimes I Sit and Think, and Sometimes I Just Sit by Courtney Barnett.
1: Oh, of course.
0: Uh, This is a, uh, so a lot of people would consider this like an alternative rock album. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, But a lot of people sort of like connect it with like mumblecore and like normie sort of uh, rock and roll. Um, But this is uh, so she's an Australian artist. This is an album that uh, totally catapulted her to um, stardom. But what was so interesting and unique about this album was her voice. And she sort of brought indie rock back in a way that just we hadn't been talking about indie rock at all. Like yeah. everyone had moved on to hip hop. Everyone had moved on to pop and, and more commer- like more bigger sounding music. And she sort of brought it down to this sort of loud, fuzzy, unique indie rock. And, uh, I needed that. I'm a huge rock fan and yeah. I wanted that new voice. And she, she's the one who does it. And she does songs that are, pre- she, re- in a lot of ways, she reminds me a lot of like cake, but more on that later. Ooh. Yes. Okay. More on that later. All right. Speaking of Pop.
1: I'm gonna show a little pop love. Okay, do it. Because this came from an artist who started out with a big country influence.
0: Ooh. And people
1: thought to themselves, Taylor Swift. I don't know if she can really do pop. And she dropped this album, 1989. 1989. Yeah, great uh, album. And this like solidified her as a pop princess. That's my
0: last favorite album. No, I liked Red more, but I I did.
1: I that. enjoyed Red a little bit more, but I think in terms of like.
0: Trouble, trouble
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I think there was I think this was her like statement As like, I'm at the top I can do it all, here it is
0: Yes So many good
1: hits on that one
0: Yeah, Uh, for sure That brought it to the top Yes, yes For a while Until Billie Eilish came out Well, yeah, of course (laughs) But yes, that's a great pick I love that album My number five From 2015 also I keep forgetting to look up the dates of these Um Another this is I would con- this is another alternative/slash rock type album, but it almost defies genre. And it's more dancey and like EDM inspired in a lot of different ways. I am talking about Current by Tame Impala. <laughs> I absolutely adore this album, and this is an album that would go on to become so influential outside of a genre. Um, And and in particular in hip hop, which is so interesting. uh, And Tame Impala has sort of uh, uh, that uh, the man, but the the band and the man have sort of uh, (laughs) uh, uh, experienced this following outside of their genre. Right. Due to this album. People love
1: Tame Impala. Absolutely. Now, did, was that a pick that you had any issues between that or Lonerism, or I did. Like, I okay. did,
0: and Lonerism would be more of my personal pick because yeah. I really truly love Lonerism. Uh, but I think Currents just like influence wise right. edged it out. Okay. But lo- without yeah. Lonerism, we would have never had Currents. So yeah. yeah. Okay. It's um, hard. It's hard, man. When these <laughs> artists keep releasing such great albums.
1: It is. Uh, yeah. I I struggled with some of these. Uh, my number five. Uh, I just hip hop album wise, this is this is one of my favorites. It'll go down as one of my probably all time favorites. I talk about it if you go back and listen to our old podcast. I talk about this dude a lot. The man J Cole from 2014. Forest, 2014, Hills, Drive. Forest yeah. Hills Drive. Love uh, it. This is a guy who proved that he can make an amazing album from start to finish with a zero features double platinum zero double feature. platinum <laughs> no features it is well deserved to be honest. i love i love that album
0: yeah i love that album and more on that later but that to me that's the last like quintessential classic style hip-hop album yes even with the ending where he's like going over the <laughs> credits dope. Yeah. classic i love that album <laughs> all right good pick that's in my honorable mentions love it uh my number four quite possibly Uh, The greatest uh, um, singer-songwriter-ish figure right now? I guess you could consider her that. It's not like an acoustic guitar type album, but that's what you could consider her. And quite possibly the greatest voice. Gaga? The greatest voice right now. Adele. twenty (laughs) one. Gaga. Uh, 21. Uh, This is the Rick Rubin-produced. Uh, uh, Adele album when she was 21 years old She wrote it Uh, That album came out later. She was like 24 when it came out But she wrote it when she was 21 So that's why it's called 21 Uh, That's from 2010 Can you believe that? Wow It's been since 2010 That's when we got the song Rolling in the Deep And that's when we got the Adele that like That was that long ago? Yes Isn't that wild to think about? More on that later But I absolutely adore Adele Okay And she's I mean you, I think you could argue she's the best voice in music right now. Yeah, like
1: easily. Wow. Okay. Uh, I've totally, I totally forgot Adele even existed. <laughs> what? Uh, not, not because yeah. I don't like her or anything. Yeah. It's just that she was never like anything that was appealing to me. Right. Is that uh,
0: that's not your musical world? Nah. No. no.
1: Adele's not my thing. But uh, my next album number four. It. I mean, it'd be foolish to talk about a whole decade. And not talk about this woman. And I know Edgar may talk about her a little bit later in a different capacity, but I got to go with an album that she surprised the world with. Oh. The self titled Beyonce Beyonce. Album. I love that album. Uh, it's so amazing. You yeah. got Drunken Love Partition. Yeah. She's, you know, she's. Slap, slap, slap. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> she's. Wifey Beyonce, she's Queen Beyonce, she's Boss Beyonce. She she covers all of it and uh, the
0: the ultimate surprise drop album. Yes, that totally shook everybody and everyone's like, what? (laughs) Love it, but yeah, yeah, that's a great one. Um, My number three, also by (laughs) the same woman, (laughs) 2016. By the way, 2016 great year for music. Great year for music. Yes, yes. Um, A lot of my albums are from that year, but. Lemonade by Beyonce. Uh, We could talk about this album forever (laughs) and ever. So I'll just keep it short. Uh, That was a truly a defining moment for um, music and for Beyonce. And, um, you know, it's hard to imagine music now without that. Uh, And you had, it just like, it started conversations in the world. Um, So more on that later, but love it. Yes.
1: My number three, her sister, Solange. A seat at the table. With oh. a seat at the table. Oh, I love this that. This was my album of the year. Yes. The year it came out. We we uh, love that album.
0: We reviewed it so highly.
1: It's one of the most beautiful albums I've ever heard.
0: Yeah. Just plain simple. Yeah. 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 I, Crane's in the sky. Yeah. Love
1: it. Oh, so good.
0: My number two. Okay, this is where I think we have the same top two, but maybe different order. My number two. To pimp a motherfucker. Yes, mother we have the Lamar. same top one and two. <laughs> Kendrick Lamar. Uh, we'll talk more about this later, but truly, from 2014, truly, quintessentially, uh, Kendrick Lamar's masterpiece. <laughs> And a lot of people would argue this is the number one album of the decade, but it's not. But it's not uh, because there is one. But it is very close above it all. Very close. So
1: number one, number
0: one, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Kanye West, 2010, (laughs) 2010, starting the decade with the greatest album. Yes. Uh, And if you go online, you'll see that the majority of publications out there are posting this as their number one. It's yeah, Um, which says a lot, especially after how controversial uh Kanye West has been as an artist these last like three years honestly like controversy after controversy uh but it just cannot be denied that that is the number one so to start off this discussion about our top 10 and albums of the decade let's start with My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy it's both our number ones a masterpiece um almost every every publication is selecting it as its number one or number two why why is that album the greatest of this decade
1: It is.
0: It's like the definition of this decade. It almost defines this decade. Yeah,
1: it definitely does. Yeah, it's Kanye West doing like this perfect, just ensemble of music. He brings in all the biggest names in hip hop, right? And it is just from start to finish one very beautiful piece of music.
0: Yeah, and so I love that you mentioned this the ensemble cast because this this album really truly made, you know, hip hop had become, and it wasn't until 2016. We'll talk about this later, six years later, um, that hip hop became like the main genre that everyone listens to. But Kanye and his, his contemporaries and especially his mentor and partner, Jay-Z had popularized hip hop enough at this point that hip hop was becoming what it was going to become. You know what I mean? And it was like this, this album, for a lot of people, gave hip-hop value outside of, quote-unquote, what hip-hop is.
1: You know what I mean? Well, I think for the longest time, there was a It main, could be more. That, yeah, because well, there's a mainstream opinion that all rap music was gangster rap. Right. And right. then Kanye kind of ushered in this like, no, right. rap can be about everything. Everything. And and that I I mean, I remember, you know, when, yep. when graduation came out, I right. used felt the shift in the universe. Yes. yes. And you know yes. and then him following it up with my beautiful Dark Twist fantasy, a fantasy. Such a, an, a high conceptual, like just fantastic oh my album. So it's
0: a concept album. The artwork was uh instantly memorable. It was also political. It was controversial. Um, but it was meticulously put together. This is Kanye West at his most perfectionist. Uh, there's stories behind how this album was created, how there was all these certain rules, how everyone ate together, how everyone played to get like played basketball together. Like there was these team building exercises that were done and they would literally live in the studio as they was creating it. Uh, lots of like very famous stories about how Kanye would run this album through so many people because he wanted the most feedback ever. Like a pizza man came once and he like played the whole album for the pizza man. How great would that? And the be? pizza delivery guy like gave him a note and Kanye actually did it and like so the pizza <laughs> guy gets a credit in the album, which is so wild. Um, but this, you know, as controversial as the man is, and he would ultimately become much later, and he released other albums that you could easily argue also belong on this list um, that this album truly stands as like the crowning achievement of the, of this decade music wise. And I think honestly has a a strong case for one of the top albums of all time. Yeah. Um, And it it just perfectly describes what we were going through during this decade. Like the, the darkness that came with this decade, but also the hope and uh, the beauty of it it's a beautiful dark twisted fantasy yeah. like that's the title is just so perfect of the experience that we all went through this decade um and the songs were just I mean we haven't even mentioned it the songs were just amazing like the songs <laughs> were just breathtakingly amazing the
1: greatest thing Nicki Minaj will ever do yeah
0: great so it gave us Nicki Minaj it was so highly influential. Songs like "Runaway" gave us artists like Drake. You know, yeah. Uh, of course, he also had the album "808s and Heartbreak," which could we could argue for this decade too. But, um, or actually, no, it was the last yeah, decade. Yeah, it was the past decade. Uh, but, anyways, um, you know that this is just truly a masterpiece. Uh, but we could talk about that forever. Let's yes. talk about the next masterpiece. To pimp, to butterfly. pimp a butterfly.
1: Yes, I. Uh, we the previous podcast that we did i don't know if it was during the time when we did craft or recipe but i remember stating that to pimp a butterfly is the greatest hip-hop album since somatic right uh and i still stand by that statement it is a masterpiece it is a guy who takes hip-hop he infuses it with the roots he's got jazz in jazz. there, and it's it's just it he meshes it together so well and he brings all this culture into one album, and he proves why, when he says he's the best, when he says that nobody can touch him, this album is that statement piece. Absolutely. And he, if you, I mean, his whole discography is amazing. It's just nothing but heat, just yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. But to Pimp a Butterfly was him taking a concept and really building on it, and, and just like you have radio hits but then you have these deep cuts that, mm-hmm. that people mm-hmm. like musicians will be talking about. Right. Uh, it's just. Ugh.
0: But yes, but the, the great thing about both these albums is like when people say hip hop is not like hip hop is not a valid genre. It's not good music. You're like, listen to these two albums and tell me otherwise. Yeah. And I've actually seen people listen to Pimp a Butterfly who hate hip hop come out of it saying, wow, like, I, I, and it sounds like I'm exaggerating, but that's the truth. It, it's the absolute truth. Um, I think Kendrick Lamar as a figure is very important in hip hop. I think he's sort of picked up this mantle as the next great voice of hip hop, right. where other artists like, uh, you know, Kanye West, Kid Cudi, other artists aren't necessarily interested in being the voice of hip hop and are, are more interested in just being artists. Um, Kendrick Lamar has really become the voice of hip hop. And oh, through the voice of hip hop, he's able to influence and do so much. And to Pimp a Butterfly, you could, I honestly, if you catch me on a different day, I would say it is the best of the decade too. You could quite easily argue it. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I, I just think the world would be so different without to Pimp a Butterfly. And it's hard to express because a lot of people may say it's not necessarily like quote unquote, um, influential. It's not like you see, a, you hear a lot of jazz, hip hop infused albums that came out right. of this. Uh, but it wasn't about the sound as much as it was about the man and the movement that he brought right. to hip-hop. So is A
1: storyteller.
0: Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. It's exactly. Just,
1: if people say that Kendrick is the voice of this generation, I would agree. Yeah. Uh, totally. Uh, so going through... Yeah. You said you were unhappy with your list.
0: It's not that I'm unhappy, is that when you start thinking about all the great music, you start to wonder, what if I sub this in or did this? And like you mentioned, 444, and I wasn't even thinking that route. Yeah. But you're right. And it's like I could easily argue for a place here. And I was trying to do this concept, like if you go through my list, obviously, like the higher up you go, the older the albums are. So I was trying to, like, in my head, I was like, how influential were these albums in their certain way? Yeah. Um, but, you know, overall, I think I could argue for every single one of these. Um, you know, obviously, brand new albums like, you know, Because I Love You by Lizzo and uh, Where Do We All Fall, When We All Fall asleep Where Do We Go by Billy, those two albums, you could sort of argue, like, they haven't even had enough time. Right. And maybe it's some recency bias that I have, but I truly believe that they will influence artists to come in their respective fields and genres. Um, like I truly, I truly feel that way. Um, yeah. And I, you know, I don't know. It's just these, like, these are the current voices in music that truly excite me. Um, but I, I can already think of artists that I'm like, wow, I wish I would have put them in. Like <laughs> Sizzle was one that I was like, wow, what? I wasn't even. Try, like i wasn't thinking that way yeah. uh taylor swift of course like how can you have a decade without taylor swift she's one of the she most important won, uh like artists yeah. of the decade yeah the, one the, of the, the American most Im- music awards yeah one of the most important uh uh po- like pop stars yeah. of this decade uh but you also like going back to past decades people who are still active like lady gaga we mentioned her uh she's made some great music this decade too but she's true you know just the way it sort of shakes out um other major artists that have made amazing music this decade, Drake is one of those artists.
1: Drake was on my list very briefly, um, and, and I, then I went back and listened yes. to that album and was like, <laughs> uh, "Okay." Yes,
0: uh, but Drake would become this like very big important voice. Top
1: fifty, Drake would be on.
0: Yeah, that. for yeah for sure. Like you know? I would totally argue that. Yeah. Um, how about you? Like when you look at your list, it's
1: tough. I've I made a lot of changes. I took a lot of albums off that I wish I hadn't. Yeah. Uh, and it's the most grueling thing. And I, I look at my list. I'm like, I like it. I don't love it.
0: Were you afraid you were going too heavy for certain like genres or people? Well, it's or mostly hip hop. Well, that's what I was, Yeah, that's what I was. Uh,
1: but I mean, to me, to me, that was the the those the were music. the highlights of the decade. I mean,
0: that's what I was struggling with too. I'm like, do I want to focus so much on hip hop? Because you could easily fill the top ten with hip hop.
1: And that was that was like uh, looking back, I kind of wish maybe I would have tried to be a little bit more diverse in my music choices. Yeah, uh, you know, maybe like twenty fourteen Forest Hill Drive could have been right. off. I could have taken right. that off. Right, that's or more hardcore because hip-hop. the internet, yeah. you know, stuff like right. that. But at the same time, you know, those were the voices of the decade for me. Right, you know, sure. part of me wanted to do Tyler the Creator because he yep. was very influential when he first came out. Right. Um, oh absolutely yeah it was just like
0: <sighs> i almost want to do a different list like just most influential artists of the decade yeah that would be an yeah, interesting list too yeah um because it's not necessarily everyone on my list you know like their albums may have been as influential but they themselves like there are other artists like tyler the creator who definitely deserves a spot on the list asap rocky for instance asap was one uh-huh. that i
1: i wanted to put on there Tomfa. yeah this was this
0: was hard, but it was fun. But it was hard. Yeah, uh, I have to say, overall, I think we had a great decade of music. When you have albums like "To Pimp Butterfly" and "My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy," um, and stuff from Adele, and albums like "Currents" and "Lonerism," and all this stuff, like we had a great decade yeah. of music. Oh, we definitely say. did. Yeah, sure. I, I was
1: very pleased. Uh, For sure, it, you know, and that that's the thing is like when you're putting this list together, it's fantastic that you have the issue of having too much stuff to right. put into this album. Right. So,
0: yeah. Uh, well, that was good. Yeah,
1: it, we did it. Any final parting thoughts? I don't ever want to do this again. It was tough. I'll was retire tough. from podcasting before the end of the next decade.
0: <laughs> okay. Just no. to avoid this <laughs> To again. avoid it. Okay. I love it. I love yeah. it. All right. You let us know, what are your favorite albums of the decade? It's, it's harder than you think, I would argue. It's harder yeah. than you would think. It's harder just to
1: do 10. Like, yep. really sit down and see if you can pick 10 and be satisfied yep. with those
0: 10. Let us know at Daily Sunnyside. All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow.